Hello and welcome to the Get It Straight podcast. We are at AAO 2022. I'm Jason Sroden and I'm here with my co-host, Judd Johns. Judd, how are you? Very good, Jay. Today, I have two amazing women on the show from Embrace Your Practice Consulting Agency. I have Kathy Jugovic. Did I say that right? Perfect. Yes. And Angie Menendez. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, So as soon as we knew that we were going to be here, Stephen came to me. He goes, you're going to have Embrace Your Practice and you are going to love them. And I'm just so excited. As soon as I saw your outfit, Angie, I was like, we're going to get along just right. Yes. We're we're loud and proud. (laughs) Tell, Tell us about Embrace Your Practice. What do you guys do? How did you guys get started? What don't we do? Let's ask, let, let's ask that question. Angie and I actually formed the company. It will be seven years on June 1st. Wow. Seven years. We worked together in two ortho offices, and we would drive into work one day and said, why are we doing this for other people, for somebody else? Let's do this for us. And let's work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm still waiting for that schedule, by the way. <laughs> I, I think we failed on that manner of working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I think what happened is that um, Kathy couldn't figure out those days properly on the schedule. So it just didn't work out that way. It turned into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. yes. That's yes. when the good work gets done. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is honestly, we never in a million years thought we would be working outside the state of Florida. Hmm. Why? We have no idea. Yeah, because we were just local. We're yeah, like, we were going to be local. Yeah, no, we're no going to have deal. fun. Yeah. We and now travel all over the country. Yeah. Well, so what were you doing? So you guys, for 25 years, you were working in a practice doing what? I was for the office manager. Years? For 25 years? No, for... You did it 25 years, right? Mm-hmm. Or no? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what we would say. 25 plus. Yeah, 25 plus. <laughs> gotcha. I started out in general. I did 22 years in general. And then I went over to the ortho side and have never looked back. It is such a great part of dentistry that you have fun. Um, and I went into ortho during my first office that I worked in. I've only worked in two. I met Angie, hired Angie to come in as my clinical lead. We worked together. She ended up moving to Wisconsin. And I left that practice and went to work for another practice. And we all were friends with that gentleman. And he said, oh, let's bring Angie back. She's coming back to Florida. So I reached out to her. She goes, no, 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 I don't want to ruin the friendship. I'm not going to go to work there. I'm going to go to work for somebody else. I said, okay, well, when you're ready to leave there, let me know. And she called me about a year later. She goes, okay, I'm ready to leave. <laughs> oh, no, brother, he tracked me down. He tracked me and he goes, Angie, what do I need to do to get you here? And I go, well, I know Kathy's working there. Kathy and I have a great rapport. And he goes, okay, whatever you want. And I said, okay, this is what I want. He goes, okay, when do you start? So, um, you know, the thing is, is that Kathy, I'm her yin to her yang, you know, like what I don't know, she knows what she knows. I don't know. And it's like, it's, it's really kind of cool to see us working together because I'll start saying a sentence and she can finish my sentence because we think exactly the same way on, on, on value, on, um, making people have ownership on making sure that everybody's on the page and that you work together. And if you don't have that kind of unisense in any kind of business, whether it's uh, ortho business, business or something else, um, it doesn't work. So you have to make sure that everybody has that level of customer service 
and that's what Kathy and I thrive on. I mean, you nailed it. It's two things. It's the opposites, having a partner that's opposites, and then having that one common thing of quality service and pride in your work changes everything. That is the difference. Like when I look for business partners, it is that. I'm looking for someone who has different skill sets than me and also has the same business ethics, which is really difficult. What are you guys doing now? So you break away, you break away, and seven years ago you start this and you say you do everything, but tell us what that is. Like, a practice calls you, what happens? They may call us for one or two things. They may call us that they don't know what it's about. They may call us because they're buying an office and they need us to go in and help evaluate it. They may be calling us because they're gonna build from scratch and they need help with that. So it's kind of what it is if it's an existing practice. First of all, the orthodontists have to admit that they need help. That's your first issue. If the orthodontist doesn't say, I need help or I need to have better systems in place, it's not going to work. So we'll go in together and we'll do what we call an evaluation. And we book a full day evaluation. We tell the doctor we'll meet you at the end of the day and talk about it. Within the first two hours, we already know what the issue is. And we tell the doctors, don't tell us what you want. Don't tell us what you think your issues are because we'll, we'll see. And then when we meet with them, in two hours, we're both like, hey, this, this. I'm like, yep, 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 yep. So you're, you're recognizing these problems in real time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. We're very, well, one of the biggest things when Kathy and I first decided to even do this, we both had a, a really in-depth conversation because we, we were both like, well, if we're going to be consultants, we're not going to be the average consultant, right? We were not going to have a Bible. We weren't going to have that binder that you mail to them and say, hey, if you follow these rules and you go step by step, this is what, you, it's going to make your practice uh, 100%. We're not cookie cutters. Yeah. It's so, not prescriptive. No. Yeah. No. And you know what? And you have to think about it. Every person in this world is different. No two people are exactly the same, right? So how can we just assume that that office or that doctor does the same thing as the doctor a mile or, or 100 miles or 1,000 miles away. Everybody does things differently. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to be hands-on and we wanted to mold what would make that practice be better at something. So if we go in and we see that their treatment coordinators are phenomenal, we tell them, listen, you don't need any help with your treatment coordinators, okay? If you see, um, if, if you see you know, the financial if you see insurance or you see something else, then you're gonna attack that part, right? But there's no need to touch anything if they're doing great at it. If they're doing great, why are you gonna go and get involved in them? Let them run that way. We just wanna enhance what they have. So if we see there's one area that needs enhancement, then that's what we do. If we see they just need a better flow on how they're doing things, then we help them with their flow. So. When the doctors end up seeing that, they're like, whoa, you guys are just totally different and we're literally hands-on. So like one of, the bi one of the questions we always ask is what kind of software are you using? And then as soon as we find out, the first thing we do is if it's a software that we don't know, which I don't know that there's many softwares that we don't know, especially Kathy, she's a guru on the software. We go and we call the company. We go, hey, can you give us a training? Because we're going into one of our clients. They have your software, and we really want to maximize what we need to train them. So we need to know what your protocol is on, on whatever reports or whatever it is that we need from your software. Because how many people buy software and they don't know how to really oh, use it? 
right? Mm -hmm. The software gives you so much information, and Kathy's favorite quote is? Garbage in, garbage out. You right. put garbage into your system, you're going to get garbage reports out of your system. 100%. And if you don't, and, and some people don't even know they have garbage in their computer. They don't even know that their team is not doing what they're supposed to do with the data. So, Kathy is the data expert, I will tell you. Um, she should have her computer with her because she carries it on the plane with her printer. The only bad thing about Kathy is, if we go into your office, make sure you have a large tree in the back because she kills trees <laughs> with all the printing of paper that she uses to evaluate your office. Do you really carry a printer with you? Yes, I do. What kind? It's a Canon portable colored printer, fits in my backpack with my laptop, everything in it. So when I get to an office, the doctors just look at me and I say, where can I set up? And they're like, oh, here. And I move everything and out comes my printer, out comes my, my laptop, I got my second screen over here, and they just go, and what is this? I swear, we're gonna look back on this and we're gonna realize well, five years from now when we're really good friends because we are speaking the same language. And you came up with a good tagline for your business without, I don't think, even knowing it, embrace and enhance your practice. <laughs> well, our tagline, that's a good one, and we may use it, so we're not gonna give you royalties that's on fine. that. Our tagline is, you don't know what you don't know. That's but, so true. But we know what you don't know. That's why you need our services. <laughs> that's amazing. Ooh, I like these cards. Are right? these, yeah. this is the card? Yeah, it's that's, not a credit card, so don't try to swipe it. <laughs> I'm holding, they have a really nice plastic card. Can I keep this? No, you can Absolutely. keep it. That's amazing. I really like that. So tell me about what you guys are seeing right now, right? What problems are you seeing the most? Because I'm sure after COVID there was a shift and there's probably some similarities of what people are dealing with. Are you seeing that? As far as me on the back and the front end, I see about the same. It's really Angie with the clinical part because she does all that. That's totally different for her, so she can talk about that. But with me, it hasn't changed because you still have your reports. You still have your auto pays going through. You still have patients that need appointments. So during the shutdown, we had so many clients reaching out to me and saying, hey, Kathy, you know, do we still run the auto pay during the shutdown? Absolutely. Absolutely, you still run the auto pay. And guess what? Those clients thank me because that's what kept the doors not open, but being able to pay the staff, being able to pay the bills and the rent. So I haven't seen much in the front end of issues. In the clinical, Angie can talk about the clinical part of what she sees on the total different setups. Well, one of the biggest things, um, and I think there will not be one doctor does not agree with me, is the turnover of staff right now. Mm -hmm. There is such a large turnover of staff in all the different departments. And literally right now in this kind of community that we're in, because we have all these third party kind of like, you know, Smile Direct and all these other companies that are trying to hone in on this, this profession, that honestly, orthodontists um, have to be better educators and they literally have to take time to make sure that their team is trained to what they expect from them. Because there's no way that a team can do things for you or, or be your second eyes if they're not trained properly and that they don't know the vocabulary that they need to use. Vocabulary and customer service go hand in hand. But if you don't give your team the tools, then there's gonna be a breakdown in the teams. And with all the turnover that we have now, we have to make sure when we onboard our team members 
that they're given all the tools so that they don't want to leave. Yeah, the, with with so much turnover, it's been crazy. And, you know, J- Judd's here. This is actually a really interesting thing because Judd built a business to try to solve this problem. Judd, tell, tell them about ODO. I think they'd be really interested to understand it. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I was just waiting for my moment, Jay. Thank you. No, well, um, no, we don't, if you get us two talking, I'm sorry. You won't be able to talk. No, 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 no. Jump no. in. No, it's, it's funny because you, I, I clearly see that you two compliment, compliment each other so very well. Jay and I are like impulsive times ten, so like we're 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 the same, like in a bad way. So so it's like he's um, order a pizza and then I go order another pizza. So it's just we're, we're but it's great. Uh, we created an iPhone application years ago together called Hydration Station, um, where it reminds you to drink water while you're drinking alcohol. Just I think she's got that on. Her. Oh, when you drink, yeah. oh that's yeah. on my phone. No, that's on yeah. your phone. <laughs> no, that's not on mine. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> So ODO, or on-demand orthodontists, is a concierge-assisted program for orthodontists, and we also support GPs to uh, help them with their aligner work. And so uh, we work with orthodontists that might be growing so rapidly that they can't keep up with demand, and so they'll call us in, and my partner has done well over 4,000 cases, uh, former Invisalign Diamond, diagnostics, treatment planning. We work with dental monitoring. We monitor the patient on their behalf. And uh, ultimately, it's uh, the idea is it's very efficient. So the patient's in the office four times, uh, and uh, he can help them take on most case complexities. So, what you're what you're uh, you're talking about with efficiency, we're, we're seeing a lot of this because as we go in, the reason they call us is because there's probably something else going on that maybe you would have diagnosed already. Uh, and so it's sort of adjunct to this conversation in many ways. We find I find myself trying to solve some of the things that you are way more experienced than me trying to solve. So I think there's a bigger conversation to have after this conversation. Well, I, I, I agree with you 100%. And, and the doctors have to look at what the paradigm is going on right now. Because right now, doctors have to really think on, on chair time value. And they're not understanding that right now. They... I mean, they know that they have to have a chair time value, but they have to really truly understand. So one of like our major questions when we ask the doctor, um, when we before we come in, we're like, well, what kind of doctor are you? Mm-hmm. And they kind of look at us like, what, what do you mean, we're an orthodontist? No, what kind of doctor do you want to be? Do you want to be low fee? Do you want to be high fee? Do you want to um, have high volume? Do you want to have, you want to be a, a liner based doctor? Do you want to be braces based Work life balance. Want, what kind of yeah. balance do you want? What kind of personal life do you want to have? You know, like all these questions because whatever flow is designed for that office, we got to design it that the doctor is going to take that on because we could design something and that doctor's like, well, I'm not doing, I'm not working that harder. I'm not working that little. And, and also the doctors can work smarter and uh, not harder. You know, I love that quote. I yeah. think that with the liner therapy now and understanding that you don't have to see the patient so frequently that you don't have to have such a large staff like you used to. But they also have to buy into understanding that value and understanding how to implement that even in their office and how to utilize that. And and orthos, I think, need your help because there's, and it's something that I discovered because 11 years of my life was at Ormco Orthodontics over product and education you know, there's a, there's there's a lot happening between brackets and wires and aligners, and, and that all impacts efficiency in a practice. And what I see is that when when doctors decide that they want to go heavy into aligners, 
there's there's things that happen in that practice that they're not ready for, right? And right. the balance sheet is one of them, right? Another is it's like suspending disbelief that it's going to be more efficient if you pour more calories into it and you learn, right? And you, you can go in and do better. But I think they need your help in order to know what they're getting into. Because so many, I see so many doctors like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do 50% aligners next year. It's like, okay, do we know what that means? That's, no. that's serious. It's serious, and you yeah. know what? They don't even sometimes know how to implement it mm-hmm. because they almost want to see uh, patients with aligner therapy like they do braces, mm-hmm. and it's a whole different concept. Right. And you have to almost believe in that concept, and if you don't believe in it, and you don't train your staff on how to talk about it, um, because you have to talk differently. If you're an aligner uh, patient, you have to get you have to give them the scripting on. You know, it's going to be less less appointments. Your teeth teeth are not going to be as sore. Uh, you can eat whatever you want to eat. I mean, they're they're scripting to it all, um, and and they have to also know how to work that into their template with virtual uh, appointments, you know, and understanding how that will cut down your chair time. So at the end of the day, you don't need as much staff member, you know, and the same thing, you know, uh, financials, Uh, things have just changed a lot in the insurance industry um, and, and patients, you know, patients are a lot of patients now are having a lot of financial issue, especially mm-hmm. now after COVID. And you have to be understanding to what's going on with them. But you also have to make sure that the patients understand that the fee that you're giving them, that's the total fee. Whether you finish in 12 months or you right. finish in, in two years or whatever, the fee is the fee. So those monthly payments, like Kathy said, during COVID, what should I still be charging? Well, yeah, that has nothing to do with what the fee of the treatment is. There's still a monthly payment. We're just giving you the accessibility to be able to pay it monthly, but doesn't mean that you necessarily have to be coming in monthly. So that's also verbiage coming in from your office on how to, you have to set the stage. You know, it's fascinating about this conversation. I wish that I had known both of you when I was at Ormco, because before I was a rep for some years, and one of the biggest pushbacks for Damon, which is a very expensive uh, bracket, of course, it's very efficient, but it's very expensive um, comparatively to other brackets. Was exactly what you just described. It's like, well, my my, my supply fees are going up. Um, how much? You know, the case terms are extending. I won't get my patient to pay, and then it became sort of a pushback. And and it was it was really kind of a, a mirage, really, at the end of the day, because if that thing's being managed well upstream. It's like, I don't want my case to finish fast because the patients will still be paying beyond. It's like, I don't understand that. No, definitely not because you set your payment plan up for how it's going to finish. Right. And if they, if the doctors think it's too much and they're not going to be able to pay, there's different ways you can do with different types of down payments and how you can work around some things, which Angie and I love training on in offices. Yeah, and you know what? How many people, let's just look around here in the room, how many people have iPhones here? So many. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I still have a flip phone. No, you yeah. don't. No, she has a four, and she keeps charging it, thinking somebody's going to steal it, but they're not going to steal it because it's a four. It's oh, little. It's in great shape. It's actually, it's a seven. I did okay. upgrade to a seven. But how did you, it is in really good shape, though. That is a very, that is an old phone. That's almost 14. Are you really going to hop on the bandwagon with this one? Because that's all I ever hear when we're traveling. You need to get another phone. You need to get a new phone. And I'm like, she's like, 
scan the QR code. Scan the QR code. My phone doesn't work. It's not working. The new ones. The new ones are smaller. I highly recommend it. You guys are being. You are a very successful business. You can do it. No, she can do it. I've already done it. (laughs) Tell me about. So, so right now, how many clients do you guys have at a time? How do you manage your clients? I mean, is there a skill to managing orthodontists over other, like? with jobs, we'll say jobs. I couldn't come up with the right word. Visits. Yeah. Contract. Yeah. Well, when we go in and we do our evaluation, and then Angie and I get together and we're like, this is what they need, this is how long it's going to take, because you can't give them everything up front. If you give them too much, the staff's going to reject it and they're going to push back. So you give them two or three things, homework, until your next visit. And then you come out and you see how that's going and then you move to something else. So to say how many we have, we've worked with a lot of clients. We do have a lot of clients on the books now. Do we have room for more? Absolutely. We do a lot of remote also work. Um, um, Our consultant, Jesse, who's booked out of Chicago, lives out of Chicago, and myself, we're considered off-site financial coordinators for some of our clients. Wow. Which we go in, Jesse actually works the insurance accounts for them and the patient accounts. And she's got three clients that she does that for. Plus she goes on the road when we need her to go on the road. I have three that I work remotely, but I don't call the insurances. I run the reports, I review the reports, I make my notes, I scan them and send them to the office and say, this is what needs to be done, the deadline is, and I always run the reports on the 2nd and 16th of the month. So they get it on the 2nd, they have to turn it back to me on the 15th, scan it in with all their notes, and then I run it again on the 16th, and we start the process all over again. Totally turnkey. Yeah, I have one client in California that I do actually call the insurance companies um, for them because we're trying to get some of that cleaned up. So when we started out there, what was it, a year and a half ago? There were 273 uh, insurance accounts in her system before she went to OrthoFi, but it was when OrthoFi didn't take on, so you had to finish your own. I'm down to 35 patients. 273 for an ortho? That paid 273 patients that were on the oh, insurance. Excuse me. Insurance. Excuse me. insurance. Okay, okay. Insurance. Um, and I said, I'll tackle it, because we go out every three months, but I work that remotely from home for her to do that. So now I'm down to about 35 patients. I cannot wait <laughs> until that last patient is paid off and because OrthoFi is doing it all now to any current um, patients starting. Predictions. Where is Ortho headed in the ni- next five years? Okay. What are gonna be the biggest challenges ahead? Education. Yeah. I really, and that's why actually I love Brace Academy because since we have so much turnover going on in our community, um, Brace Academy, the the reason why I endorse it is because you can send the education home, okay? You can give them all the instructions and they go home, but let me tell you, I can tell you for a fact, and Kathy will agree with me, you explain something to a parent or a child, they haven't even walked out the door, and they're asking you a question that you've just explained to them. And you answer the question, and then you still can get a phone call saying, hey, by the way, I didn't really understand how that was. 
But imagine if you send a video home after you've given them the instructions and you say, so if you have any questions or you don't understand something, I'm actually going to send a video home with you and they will answer all your questions. But if you still do, you can email us back and we can have that conversation. And that way, all the team is saying the same thing also. Because you get new members, one member may have worked somewhere else and that office said it one way, and then another team member comes from somewhere else that says it that way, and then they weren't properly trained on the way the doctor at this particular office wants it to be at. So, you know, um, education to me right now is, is a big thing because people are Googling everything now, they're finding out information, and if they go into your office and you don't have that verbiage for education and it's streamlined, then you are not going to capture those patients to stay with you. You guys would find the subreddit Smile Direct Club and the subreddit Invisalign very fascinating. It's all patient conversations. It's what they think, and 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 they they diagnose each other. How's my treatment plan work? that Invisalign gave me, not my doctor, mm -hmm. the right. company. Exactly. Invisalign's treating my case. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is what's going on out there. It's well, wild. How many patients, Kathy, how many doctors that we go into their office and we're like, repeat your, have your staff repeat your name at least three times in the office? Because how many patients, Kathy and I, we play a game when we're traveling. And our game is that if we, we see play someone... quite a few games. Yeah, well, this is just one of the ones we're this allowed to disclose. This is just one of the ones. We can only disclose this one because the other ones are not allowed to be oh, disclosed. We do. We do. <laughs> I'll be thinking of something and I'm like, okay, I know you know it, but don't tell me. Just give me the first letter of the first word and let me guess it. So here we go again. Yeah. So our, our thing is if we see anybody out that has braces, or the first thing we do, oh, who does your braces? We do automatically... I will not, I can't even tell you one person that has said, Dr. Smile. Right. They have no clue. No right. clue. No clue at all. And we're just standing there like, really? But let me tell you, when we worked in an office in Boca, it didn't matter who, what patient we asked. If it was a patient from our doctor in Boca, they said his name. Same with if you look at Bovenizer and Baker or Dr. Hess, there are people out there who, who absolutely are doing that. Right, And right. it's so important. You're it so is, right. It's a big value because then you don't, um, you know, how are you going to get a referral in? Remember, orthodontics, you work on the patient, you make that beautiful smile. Unless they're in a phase one, going into phase two, they're a full comprehension uh, treatment. They're not coming back to you unless it's a relapse. So you've always got to renew the crop. Yep. So how does it go, Kathy? You got to renew, renew the crop. The crop. <laughs> you know, a patient leaves, you get a D-band, you need to at least start to get two starts, right? So you're always renewing the crop. And so if your patients are, are not your advocate out there in the world, you know, that's free publicity. I, I mean, you, you've basically been selling what we do without saying it. Because oh good, so you're gonna write us a check? Yeah, exactly. Okay. For every client you bring, I will stroke a check. <laughs> but seriously, that is what it's all about: education, people finding you on Google, people solving problems. As a brand, Google has said, we want you to be there when your patient is at their point of need or person, whoever's searching. 
if they're looking up how to clean their or clean their braces and they're in a radius where you should be coming up in their search, you should be answering that question. You have to be a provider of information. It is, it is the connection economy and we are all part of it and it's crazy. Last thing before I let you ladies go, tell me how somebody get started with you. What do they do if they want to work with Embrace Your Practice? Where do they need to go? What do they need to do? They can either go on our website, embraceyourpractice.com, which is a beautiful website. We just had it revamped about a year ago, maybe yeah, a little bit ago. Um, or they can um, just reach out directly to me, 954-383-3566. Angie, 954-461-6611. Either one of us, we answer our phone, we answer text messages and emails, or you can go through the website and click on the button to send us an email. And then we usually schedule a conference call with the two of us on it, with the doctor to see what it is they think they need, what's going on, what their issues are. And then we usually schedule a time to go to the office and do an eval. And if we travel somewhere, you know, out of the state, or actually now she's out of Tennessee, I'm out of Florida, we always tell them, if you know you're going to want to work with us, go ahead and book the next two days. The first day is the eval. We'll start training the second and third day. And then some, oh, no, I want you the whole week. We're like, no, you don't want us the whole week. The first day, we're not even training. Two days of training, that's enough. You're, your staff, you don't want them to push it away. You want them to embrace it. Um, you don't so, want to burn them out. Yeah. You know, and that's what, where a lot of doctors like, just give them more information, give them more information. When you give people so much information, they just get so bogged down, the only thing they remember is the last thing that you told them. Goodbye, we'll see you in a month. <laughs> they don't remember all the information. So if you really work with them with one or two things and any, any of the departments or anything, then they're gonna intake that information way better and they're gonna master it, right? And that's what you want. You want whatever you're training them on is to master whatever you've trained them on. If you are an orthodontist or have a practice and you need assistance, you've got to go to EmbraceYourPractice.com, fill out the request for a free consultation. It's very easy. Kathy, I'm going to, Jugovic? Jugovic? Yeah. Kathy Jugovic, Angie Menendez, Embrace Your Practice. It was a real pleasure, and I hope this is our first of many conversations. Thank you for being with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Uh, Judd, thank you for being here as always. On behalf of the On Demand Orthodontist and Brain Bites Creative, I'm Jason Sroden, and we'll see you next time.